The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's the first story we got? Good evening, Alan. Hello. I have some sad, sad news. No. Oh. It's going to hit you hard. Okay. You ready? You yeah. prepared? <laughs> All right. One of our favorite stores from when we were children is going kaput. Oh, no. It's the world's biggest toy store. Oh, boy. Toys R Us. Going the greatest down. selection. Toys R Us. <laughs> What a bummer! Yeah, it's 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 heartbreaking. And so basically, what happened is uh, a few, maybe a month ago, uh, Toys R Us said they were closing. Uh, they filed for bankruptcy and they're closing uh, something like 130 or 80 stores in the states. But uh, and then rumors started earlier this week that they were going to close those stores this week. Um, but in the last two days, a lot of information was coming out where um, they closed all their UK stores. Mm-hmm. I think yesterday or today, oh boy. and and then they announced today um, that they're closing all of their U.S. stores, not just the 130 or 180 they originally announced. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, they couldn't find a buyer. Um, the Canadian brand, uh, the Canadian stores are being bought, or there was a bid on the buy the Canadian stores by some by a toy company, I believe. But um, nothing, nothing saved Toys R Us in the United States as of yet. Wow. Yeah, boy, we should do a podcast on stores long gone, huh? Sure, that'd be uh, that'd be <laughs> interesting because um, yeah, there's and a this, lot. This, you know, um, you know, I collect the Funko Pops and the Star Wars Black Series, so this kind of hits me pretty hard because you know, just going to Toys R Us was 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 a fun thing to do. Even even in, even when I wasn't collecting those things, I you know, as an adult, I'd stop in every once in a while just to kind of see what's what's going on in the world of toys and just the memories man i mean i have so many great memories of toys r us from when i was a kid growing up almost every birthday it wasn't like you know my parents learned pretty early to stop trying to surprise me and buy me gifts and just take me to toys r us on my birthday and, and, and we'll work it out there <laughs> yeah well it was definitely part of our childhood and you know even the commercials they're so memorable and boy it played a big part in, in our christmases too you know with the catalogs and going there and you're right when you're a kid it's take me to toys r us you know so that's that's pretty right. sad so this is my thinking um you know because they're saying it's due to the big box stores like walmart and target and online shopping um do you think there's something and now with kb pretty much gone no kb is gone right yeah i don't see any anymore with kb gone do you do you think something eventually comes along and fills the Toys R Us void, uh, some kind of new toy store, or are we? Are, or is the is the era of toy stores of stores committed just to toys? <laughs> well, I don't see anything happening soon because you know that's just how the business is. Everything is mostly done online. Amazon's basically core of the market of shopping for everything. Um, but you never know. I mean, like there's a lot of things back in the '80s there that are hip today. So. You know, board games were a thing back then. Board games are making a comeback now. So you never know. I just don't think on that scope of Toys R Us. I mean, there was one in, I don't know, I'm guessing, what, every state maybe? 
you know so maybe at not, least yeah yeah more than one probably too but not not on that level i mean the big like you said before the big stores are just slowly closing down right but i don't right. think walmart do you think it was a walmart target thing i think it's more of an online thing i think it was, well the, the article i read says a combination of both. yeah yeah um and, and it was true and i noticed it's it's funny you know because i do collect those two um lines I, I used to have the app and the Toys R Us app. Um, just suddenly, kind of, they stopped supporting it like a few months ago. Oh, really? Before, yeah, and, and then I didn't think of any of it. The only thing I thought of it at the time I was like, "Well, that's weird that a big retailer would not have an app." Um, but whatever. And now I realize, like, oh, they were—they probably fired their app department, <laughs> you know, trying to save money. Um, what I think we're going to see is maybe not another big retail store devoted to toys, but I think we might see the return of mom and pop toy shops. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I, when I lived in North Jersey, um, we had a, a, a mom and pop toy shop around the corner that I used to love to go to. Um, you know, it was a poor substitute for Toys R Us, but it was, it was what it was. Um, what would be the closest thing today? Would it be GameStop, I guess? Would they have a mix of because they're they're just not purely video games anymore. They I go in there and they have lots of. I mean, they do have toys actually inside there. Yeah, they have toys. They have yeah. well, the collectible toys they have. They mm-hmm. have um, I think they they have games. They may have like a few board games and stuff like that. Uh, no, I don't know that there isn't like a anything just completely dedicated to toys anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you look at Walmart and Target with their toy departments, which are kind of small if you think about it i mean sure toys r us was huge yeah um, huge huge <laughs> so yeah it's gonna be sad to see them go and uh, but like i said i see uh, i'm thinking you might see the rise of uh, mom and pop toy shops in the neighborhood and you know it, no, i don't know if you have that on california i know you you play board games yeah we have um not a lot but more than you would think of, of stores dedicated just to board games like oh. not not in malls, but like you know, like in, in small towns. Really? Like yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, Alan, it's gonna be real sad to see uh, Toys R Us go. Yeah, that, that's a bummer. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you. Uh, did they give a time period when the when all these stores are gonna close down? Uh, no, they didn't say it was gonna happen all at once. They said it'll happen over time. Um, but they're already filed for bankruptcy, so I'm assuming they probably there's probably time. That they have to close by, you would think, right? Like oh they, man, so we're talking maybe serious sales, maybe, right? Oh yeah, a little liquidation absolutely. action going on. All right. Well, one of the issues is I read that they haven't been paying their 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 suppliers like like oh. Hasbro and all of them haven't paid. Yikes! Which explains why I can never find anything good at. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yep. Alrighty. All What's right. next? Our next story. Uh, DC Comics has created what they're calling DC Black Label. Ooh. Yeah, it's like fun say. Um, and what it is, is... What it is. Uh, what it is, what it be. It, it, what it is, it's a, um, it, it's a kind of a, a line for creators where um, creators will have carte blanche to do whatever they want with established DC characters and the stories will not be part of um, continuity uh, so um, they're, they're going to get really not just you know, like you will be creators but like really named creators to come in and work on uh, characters uh, what they have lined up so far is uh, Frank Miller and John Romita, John Romita Jr. Um, doing a Superman book okay and then they have, 
to have a fan favorite team of uh, Batman. Um, I don't know if you've read Batman, but they uh, when they rebooted a few years ago, um, they had this guy, uh, Scott Snyder, and uh, a writer, and Greg Capullo as artist. Oh, yeah, it's, I remember that. Yeah, fantastic job on Batman. Um, so they're coming and doing some work for DC Black Label. They didn't announce what character they're going to do yet. And then um, a woman I haven't read yet, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick, who work, who's going to work with Phil Jimenez on a Wonder Woman book. Interesting. And when is, when is this starting? Let's see. I don't know if they give me a date. Huh. Um, I would expect it to be soon if they're announcing it. So maybe it'll be solicited in the next couple of months, which solicitations come out about three months before the books. So if you figure in two months they solicit it, so five months the books would be out maybe. You know, it's so bizarre how well DC's doing with their comic book line and Marvel's the exact opposite where, you know, what, 20 years ago it was a flip-flop. Marvel was doing so, so well and not that DC was ever doing bad, but it seems like DC's got their act together when it comes to their books. Yeah, they do. And, and well, see what Marvel did is I don't, I don't know who made the decision, but and I don't know if this is why they did it, but they they stopped making most X-Men books and Fantastic Four books because they kind of didn't want to promote, you know, because they didn't have the rights to the characters for the movies. Yeah. So they just stopped doing it. I mean, and, X, you know, 20, you bring up 20 years ago, the top 10 books were probably all X books and maybe one Spider-Man book. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on Marvel. They, they had a huge shakeup over there. Um, and they're still being shaken up and or shooken, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, you know they're 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 rebooting. We talked about them a couple of weeks ago. How they're rebooting their their line again, again, again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but this DC thing is pretty cool. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what what um, writers and artists they get. Uh, maybe we'll see some Jim Lee work. You know, we both love his artwork. Um, I don't know. You know, Bendis is already at DC, but maybe he'll they'll give him some something to play with with the Black Label. Uh, and it's such a cool sounding imprint. <laughs> black Label, like the yeah, Star sounds, Wars stuff, right? The Black yeah, Label, like the Black Series, yeah, or like a like a high high class alcohol. Like yeah, Black Label. <laughs> black Label DC Comics. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this: I know you don't really read comics anymore, but is there a writer and artist they could put together? On it. Your your DC Black Label book that you would buy, the writer, the artist, and the character that they're doing. Oh, that would bring me back into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. If I if there was a book I did enjoy reading, let's see for DC Comics, uh, I like Mark Wade's run on the Flash. Actually, that was fantastic stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think bring that team back again. Okay, yeah. Mark Wade. I think it was a Barry Kitson. Is that who he's with fifty times? Hmm. No, that doesn't sound right. No. Okay. Yeah. But Make anyway, yourself. yeah. If if they can do something like that, or uh, you know, any of the classic DC characters, Batman, a good. Well, God, everyone's been doing Batman, but Flash. Yeah, yeah Flash is fun. Flash yeah. is fun. Well, I would want to see. Um, um, maybe you know, maybe Mark Wade or Greg Rucka on Nightwing with Scott McDaniel. Scott McDaniel, who has... I don't know what he's doing now, but he was the original artist on the, the very first Nightwing uh, series. Okay. And I just loved his artwork on that. And, so you uh, wanted, like, a Wade to write it up? Wade or uh, Rucka, yeah. Oh, how about this? Like Ed Brubaker. Right. 
you know, he did that Captain America run on yeah, you, Nightwing. You love that run. Oh, that was so good. Oh, that would, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, on a Nightwing uh, book where it takes more of a like a thriller detective, like a really deep detective kind of stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, because Brubaker was really known more for that when he wasn't when he wasn't on Captain America. He was one of those kind of mystery writers. Okay. Yeah, so something like that, Nightwing would be pretty sick. Yeah, I think we good. Yeah. What about Captain Marvel? You can't. There's no one you'd want to write Captain Marvel. Well, did you like Jerry Orway? Yeah, I actually like that. I, I like that that collective series uh, when he went back on the book again. That was fun. Um, Ed McGinnis would probably be a good artist for that one. He draws, you know, big bubbly kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah, can see yeah, that. Yeah, his Captain Marvel would be like I could just see his grinning face. <laughs> yeah, that freaking by, by, big uh, chin. <laughs> Where's Wiles back? Let's bring Wiles Portacio back. Where's that? <laughs> Let's give the Filipino brother some love. Oh, I can see Wiles doing a, a Nightwing. He's got that kind of aesthetic, yeah. that that you know, that cool, the kinetic energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, DC Black Label. I'm looking forward to. I'll tell you, if they get a great team on Nightwing, I'll definitely start buying that again. Boom. Um, but I'm not a big fan of the Frank. Frank Miller did Batman. It was called All Star Batman a few years back. I remember it that was, one. I found it odd to be honest with you. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what his um, Superman's gonna be. Yeah. So that, that'll be interesting. But I love John Romita Jr. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I can't believe he's with DC right now. That blows my mind. Yeah. 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 I always think of him as a Marvel guy. Okay. What's next? All right. Cool. All right. Our next story is Kristen Wiig most famous for our uh, starring role in Saturday Night Live uh, has been cast to play the Cheetah in Wonder Woman 2. Okay, let me ask. Are you happy with this? Um, That's, it's reserve. an odd choice, isn't it? It's a, I, Well, it's an odd choice, but I've seen her in some serious roles, and she's, she's good. Um, but now we have this thing where we have comedic actors being cast as superheroes or supervillains, you know, along the lines of Michael Keaton as Batman and yeah, things like that. But I don't know. I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic, I'll say. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. You're not cautiously optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure Wonder Woman's going to be fine. I mean, I'm sure it's going to make big bucks. And if it keeps up with the track record of that first film which i really liked it's gonna be okay but god kristen wake that's it's not something where i i think i'm getting excited about right uh, as a, as, a, as she's gonna play the cheetah i would imagine right right yeah so yeah i don't know i would think of i don't know megan fox or something like that oh you so <laughs> so someone a little more that, that that's known for her athleticism let's put it that way you know right for physical roles or oh uh how about like um like maggie for example from walking dead someone Ooh, not saying maggie maggie but someone of, of that nature where if they dropped her name i'd be like whoa that's a that's a solid pick right there you that's know? nice out of the blue kind of choice right yeah 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 something like that well here's the thing i think gail godot is gonna be the star of that film you know this yeah. is a situation where you where jack nicholson you like the, the movie's not gonna hang on the cheetah's shoulders like batman 89 really needed nicholson as the joker you know right because then we we talked about in our batman 89 podcast where it's almost more of a joker movie with batman co-starring in it right wonder woman 2 is not going to be this so kristen wiggs is not going to be asked to do 
I don't think too much of the heavy lifting. I'm sure it's going to be all Gale again or Gal again. Right. Um, so I don't think it's a bad choice. Like I said, I've seen her in some serious roles. She's good. She's fine. Yeah, if they're going for a comedian, they might as well get Melissa McCarthy to play the, to play the cheetah. Yeah. She's just, tough. She's physical. But you just said they should cast someone athletic, and then you choose <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. I said she's physical. She can throw down. I've seen her in Identity Theft. She's brutal. <laughs> I think it'd be more scared talk. of her. I can't talk to you when you act like this. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, Melissa McCarthy, baby. There you go. You're the worst casting director ever. <laughs> okay. You went from Megan Fox to <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Now I, I think you're punking me. I think you're punking me. <laughs> I did say Maggie. Come on. Mm. That was good. All right. All right. Now it's time for what hour? Quick hits. I mean, I hope. What? <laughs> did you say it? Quick hits, yeah. Quickies. What are you doing? What was that? I know my voice is cracking. Mm. I'm reaching puberty. All right. When it's time to change, you got to rearrange. Sha na 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 la la. Sha na 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 na. Today I am a man. <laughs> All right. Um, Quick hits. Quick hits. Hit it. John Favreau <laughs> has been tapped to produce. And I assume write also, and maybe even direct a few episodes, a new Star Wars television series. That's going to be cool. I think. Uh, well, I like his work. He um, he did Iron Man, of course. One and two, I think he directed. Uh, I love Swingers. Did you ever see Swingers? Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. That's a good um, one. What is this? Fabro did The Jungle Book, which made a ton of money. Yeah. His mm-hmm. And um, he's doing the live-action version of The Lion King. But let me ask you this. This, this. this is a conversation that went on at work. Is Star Wars getting too saturated? I mean, to me, it is. It seems like it's 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 almost too much Star Wars. You know, they're going to have the, the TV series, I guess, presumably on the Disney, their Disney streaming thing, I guess, right? We got the movies coming out every month. I don't know. Well, a TV show is going to be for the the upcoming streaming service Disney's going to offer. Well, they got that, and plus they got those guys from the Game of Thrones doing something too, right? Mm, They're doing uh, films. Ryan Johnson, all right, here. This is what's coming up on Star Wars. Don't say Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson is writing a new trilogy of films. Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, a live-action show is coming from John Favreau, <laughs> and Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are developing their own series of films. Wow! And it's also rumored a new cartoon is going to be coming out there. Again, don't you think this is a little oversaturation? I mean, it may kill. It may kill them. I think drowning well, in their I, own success. Yeah, as I read all of that, I'm starting to think you might be right. It's a lot. That's a lot of Star Wars. It's a lot of Star Wars. I mean, and we love Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they can do correct things. You know, I mean, Rogue One was fantastic. You know, that was really, really that was done well. It's, 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 it's in our you know modern modern times, and it was good. Um, but boy, it's just a lot. There's a lot of appeal that comes to these movies when you don't see them as often. You know, but when you're right. getting crammed down the throat with all the Star Wars business, it kind of takes the the fun out of it. And I think. 
Yeah, I see your point. And 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 you know what's going to happen is they're going to start making movies and shows about parts of the universe we don't really care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like curious. I said, <laughs> Disney buys they paid billions for this Lucas stuff. They're just not going to throw it out the door. So, I guess exactly. this is what you got to do. But I'm hopeful. I mean, if it's great, that's that's just more power to them. Right. And the thing is this, you know, we said it before, this isn't about us anymore. It's about the kids and stuff, so. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll enjoy it. I mean, this is you're right. This is a lot of Star Wars. <laughs> it's a lot of Star Wars. I think I wouldn't be so bent out of shape if they would only respect the the characters that we grew up and loved with and let those characters kind of develop uh, naturally. Like like we mentioned off the air about uh Mark Hamill seeing Yoda for the first time and and his reaction to it, you know. I mean, he got a little emotional, right? Yeah, a little emotional, and I and I can see that, you know, and 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 you can read online about the, the disputes of was Luke Skywalker played out the way I guess Mark Hamill thought it would, you know, and it was clearly different, and 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 this film got backlash from it, you know, because they didn't, I guess, really play out the characters the way they're supposed to, and right. when when they when they're changing that, I think it's it. it it bends everyone out of shape, like the solo movie. Oh my goodness! You know, I'm really hoping and praying that they they, they they give them justice. So when you see that movie, and then you think about like the original trilogy, you think, oh wow, that's a great transition. I, it, like the characters more fleshed out, and, and I understand them better. Right. You know, versus and, doing something that's totally different and oddball. And I think what we're also going to see with all this extra content is, are they going to be telling stories that we didn't really need, like? I don't know that we need the solo origin story, mm-hmm. you know. So what? What are these other like? What are these six other films? Apparently, three from Ryan Johnson. I'm assuming three from the Game of Thrones gentleman. You know, you got six movies there. And then you got the TV show. And then you got the cartoon. Like, are they going to tell us tell stories we don't really need, or are they going to introduce us all new characters that we don't connect with? I mean, that's what you. Is it, is it going to get so saturated that the only thing that makes a Star Wars show is that it has a lightsaber in it or something? You know what I mean? Where everything <laughs> else is unrecognizable? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm assuming, let's see, Ryan Johnson's films would obviously be the future of Ray and Poe and all those guys, right? No, I don't think it involves them. I think oh. he's, really? he's going to go to the way of um, kind of like how, I, in a way, I feel like he the, the Last Jedi sets up his universe where... Now anybody can have the or whatever his whatever yes yeah he was trying to say in that stupid movie yeah I gotcha. um, about anybody can have the force and wow. and I think I mean I don't I have no idea the, the Game of Thrones guys have mentioned nothing about what their plans are but we we've talked about you know we've surmised it'd be awesome if they did like a Knights of the Old Republic type thing okay yeah so with, if, if I gave you the steering wheel to this universe and you had access to these directors and writers is is that what you would go with I would definitely have the well I'd fire Ryan Johnson. <laughs> and then I, um, I, I give the Game of Thrones guys the directive to, to, to come up with uh, a Knights of an Old Republic, where it's just copious amounts of Jedi, copious amounts of Sith, and that's the war. It's a Jedi Sith war, more or less. You know. Yeah, I think there's there's a, there's a there's a piece of of the Star Wars universe I I, I would love to see would be, you know, a, after the Return of the Jedi, I want to see Luke at his peak. I want to see right. peak Luke. Because we at, at Jedi, he's not peak. He's just, I guess, just touching his peak. But I want to see peak <laughs> Luke 
Luke Skywalker and then you know just how incredible this guy is I love to see right. that that kind of time period well Jedi ends with him becoming a Jedi yeah like we don't really see him as a Jedi yeah exactly I, I mean just him searching the galaxy for new students and that kind of stuff yeah. I think that'd be awesome sure sure yeah that, that'd be alright come on Disney and a Mekanobi movie give us a call oh yeah that too <laughs> oh, absolutely okay uh, alright Quick okay. hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our voices are getting rough. Um, what am I up to? All right. Game of Th- speaking of Game of Thrones, nice segue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones final seasons. The creator, which is next week, uh, next week there, next year, the creators promise us many of the main characters will not live to see the end. <laughs> yeah, so. I'd like to say, oh my God, it's Game of Thrones. So who's really shocked by that? When you told me that story about, I was what's so surprising about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I wish you, you know, I know you don't watch the show, um, but um, I think, and it's been hinted at in interviews, I think Jon Snow, who's kind of the main character now, I think he's going to die. He's going to die in service to, to doing the right thing or, or whatever, the throne, but... I have a feeling he's gonna die. Okay, I don't watch this show, but I could have sworn I heard my coworkers talk about that he he's dead already. Uh, he came back to life last oh, season. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So and now he's banging his aunt. What? Yeah, what? Alex explain to all the time, but yeah, he's he's banging his aunt. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> she's hot though. So. Well. All right. Well, as long as she's hot. Okay. All right, quick it. Quick it. Um, Jessica Jones dropped on Netflix over the weekend. I finished it. How far did you get? Uh, two episodes. <laughs> I, I was telling John, I, I watch these things late at night, and and I tend to fall asleep through them. But uh, yeah, two episodes. I, I loved, I loved the first one, you know. And it looks like the second one is is kind of just taken off right after the first series. So, I mean, it looks good so far. But you're, you're pleased with the whole thing. I was very, I was, I was pleased with this uh, second season. Um, again, I'm excited to see. I think, I think Jessica Jones is, is probably, it's real close to being the best of the Marvel series. I, I really like Daredevil, mm-hmm. but I think Jessica Jones is like right up there. Um, especially if you watch, like I, I totally binged the whole second season. I think on Saturday, <laughs> and you know it was good watching one after the other after the other after the other, and it's really like. Especially the last few Netflix series, Punisher. I never finished Punisher. Oh, neither um, did I. Yeah, yeah, that uh, was Defenders. too brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was very sad. Like <laughs> it's depressing. But Defenders, Luke Cage, definitely Iron Fist. Ugh. Um, I I felt like, man, I'm only on episode six. Man, I'm only on episode <laughs> where Jessica Jones like, oh my gosh, I'm up, I'm on episode ten already. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, it was really good. I thought it. I like the development of the character. He did some um, work with um, Trish, Trish, um, younger sister. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think they did a good job. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for, for season three. And, you know, they, they teased Daredevil season three and Punisher season two and Luke Cage. Luke Cage is the next one to drop uh, season two, which is in June. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you'll think you'll finish it at some point? 
Oh, I'll, I'll definitely finish it when I, if I start these episodes a little bit earlier in the day, then I'll definitely will. But I like Jessica Jones. She was out of all of them when I heard that they were gonna do the Netflix series. She was probably the one I, you know, I didn't think was gonna do well. But and I'm totally wrong. You're right. Of all of them, she's definitely my favorite. She's such that she's that reluctant superhero, and she's so grounded that it doesn't really feel like you're watching a, like a superhero Marvel movie. You know, right. with all the over-the-top uh, action and stuff, and and uh, yeah, I, I like her character a lot. And uh, again, she's she's another person that surprised me when they when they casted her. It's like what? But uh, yeah, yeah, she, she pulls it off. She definitely pulls it off, and it seems yeah. like she really likes doing it too. So yeah. that's a big plus, also. But yeah, well, the finish. funny thing, the funny thing about her being the reluctant hero is this: like she, not only is she reluctant to be the hero, she like makes fun of the other guys for being heroes. Like yeah. in, in Defender, how many times did she make <laughs> us Daredevil? comment a Daredevil's costume? Yeah, yeah. you know. And, and is and, that my and, scarf? And, <laughs> he wraps. Yeah. Is that my scarf? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is you know, I rewatched uh, the last episode of Defenders when I was finished with Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. and when they're all standing around, like Daredevil kind of does look dumb because he's the only one in the costume. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I wanted them all to be in their costumes, but you know, when when one of you's in the costume, the rest aren't. You you do stand out a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, it was just a, it, was, it was funny. Uh, but Iron Fist, I don't know. I mean, season two, I don't think they get a huge. I don't think they picked a good actor. I, I don't like Iron Fist at all. I can't. It's I, it's it's cringe. It's, it's so, really bad. Yeah, it's so bad. It, it really turns my stomach watching. But, you know, I watch it just to watch it. But right. it is so bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> how, how would you fix it? Who would you get? Oh, anyone anyone comes get. to mind? Scott Eastwood. Scott um, Eastwood? No. I don't know who I would get. I just know I wouldn't get him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and why not put him in the costume? I mean... The dude grew up in a magical land that only comes to Earth like every whatever years. That's like putting him in a costume would make it look ridiculous. I mean, well, come well on. here's the funny thing: he has to wear a hoodie because when it comes to the fight action stuff, they can hide his face because it's clearly not him. Right. So put a, put a mask on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is really bad. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I don't know how to fix that. Mm. I would I would recast it. I'd, I'd play more into the mythology. I'd make him a better fighter. He's an awful fighter. He gets his butt kicked by everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it really shows he doesn't know how to fight. You know, just... It's just bad. And he, he whines too up, much, too. God, he whines too much. He, yeah. he grew up around monks. Yeah. And he's one of the most angry, impatient people I know. Like, I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> that's like, none point. of that makes sense. That's, that's a really good point. He should be the most chill guy out there. Should, yeah. And, yeah, and, have, and bestowing, like, wisdom and stuff. And, yeah, and kicking uh, ass. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all right. So, quick hit, quick hit. Uh oh, ooh. What? Rumor, rumor mm-hmm. report, rumor report. All right. You ready for a rumor? Rumor. This is a big one. Oh boy. Avengers: Infinity War trailer two, rumored to drop this Friday. Also, tickets going on sale Friday. Rumor, Boom. Rumor. All right. Excited? Getting my ticket. I, I need to get this ticket for sure. Oh, I'm definitely getting two Thursday night tickets. Me. Mm. E- Friday tickets after work mm-hmm. and then maybe I'll try to movie pass it after Friday but probably definitely Thursday Friday tickets. this is the must buy I think I told you this before my co-worker went to see Black Panther Tuesday night it's all that he could yeah. not get in the movie I'm like you gotta be kidding me after all what, three this? weeks now yeah yeah it's like you gotta be kidding me it's sold out still that's insane and this is a big theater in, in, in my town too and uh 
I was shocked. It's like, good lord. Yeah. And the funny thing is, you, you you got to go the day of premiere because you're like, oh, the farmers will go to this movie. Well, they're going now. <laughs> <laughs> they're going now. All right. Cool. So, yeah, Avengers Infinity War, trailer number two. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. I'm avoiding all... I don't read any article that has Avengers Infinity War in it. I don't. I don't look at any pictures. I don't look at TV clips. I don't look at nothing. I watch oh, the trailers. Oh, you're not gonna watch the tra- Oh, yeah. Okay, watch. No, I watch the trailer. I'll but watch I don't. The trailer. Yeah. No, but you know, like TV spots, they're like, oh, new new Avengers TV spot shows this. I'm like, I don't care. I want to see it. Yeah. yeah. Like Entertainment Weekly's got 15 covers. This wow. their their March issue is 15 covers, and it's all Avengers Infinity War covers. I'm like, not looking at it. That's annoying. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. So, yeah, that's uh, exciting. Yeah. And we have to buy our tickets soon. We're getting closer and closer. Yes. Yes. So happy they moved it up a week. Yeah. Awesome. Quick hit. Quick hit. Die Hard sequel. What? <laughs> being written by the guys that wrote The Conjuring. And you've seen it before. You you enjoy The Conjuring movies. I did like The Conjuring movies. And we're, uh, when you look about... Like who's gonna be attached to this? Lynn Wiseman, who did Live Free or Die Hard, which was, I I thought it was a good Die Hard movie, and they got better writers on this, so it looks like they're getting quality people building this film, and uh, we also learned that it is gonna be more like a prequel sequel thing where they're gonna talk about um, <laughs> John McClane when he was a New York cop and how he came to be that that every kind of Die Hard kind of guy. And they're going to kind of flip back and forth from present time to past and stuff. But uh, do you think they're going to do, um, you know, a little CG young Bruce Willis? Or are you thinking they're going to cast a, a younger looking guy? Well, this is a question I want to ask you. Okay. Which would you rather have? Ryan Gosling as a young John McClane? Wait, Ryan Gosling? Just go with it. Oh, okay. Or Bruce Willis in a 70s hairstyle wig? <laughs> Oh God, you're killing choice. me! I don't like Ryan Gosling. Oh okay. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, you know who 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 could pull off? Who's who's one that played a, uh, opposite him in Looper? Oh, uh, uh, the guy that played uh, Robin in uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, or, that guy. No. Come on. Dark Knight Rises. Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. If they you think so? Well, with the makeup. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Because he did a good job playing a, of, of a young Bruce Willis look, you know, face in, in Looper. Yeah. You know, but no, I, I'd go with a, a young, uh, I mean, a Bruce Willis with a wig. I can deal with that. He can pull that's, it off. He can pull it off. He can't play himself at 20 with a wig. He yes, just looks ridiculous. He can't. Come on. He can't. He can't. Anyway. Well, so, first, yeah, he's got to start I, acting, you know. If he can do yeah. that, then we're good. He has to emote. Yes, he emote. Um. Let the Botox wear off a little bit. So it's Move it's sounding maybe like this Die Hard will be decent. So fingers crossed, right? I'm in. <laughs> I'm All right, in. but that see. last one was just absolutely disgusting. That last one is Crystal Skull level bad. Yeah, oh, so bad. Okay, and one last quick hit. Quick hit. John Boyega, that's known as being Finn uh-huh. in the Star Wars uh, new Star Wars trilogy, and. Also starring in the new Pacific Rim movie coming out in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, people, being fans, are petitioning for him to be either John Stewart, the Green Lantern, or the new Blade for Marvel. And when they oh. say Boyega's fans, it means his family. Come on, Blade? Are you kidding me? 
I think he could do it. You're insane. Why? 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 He does Come action. On. He does action. No, okay, okay. All right, I'm obviously comparing him to Wesley Snipes. And Wesley Snipes was more than just action. That dude knew, knew how to fight. And that that's what that's what sold the character was he pl- not only just played the part, he was Blade, you know? And and to encompass that character, you need to know how to fight. This is going to be the same kind of fighting style as, um, as Iron Fist. You get an actor who's supposed to act to fight but just doesn't know how to fight. That's not oh, going to work. Man. You know, sort of. I appreciate at him. Yeah, come on. Uh, <laughs> Green Lantern, though, I can see that. John Stewart, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. All I right. can see that. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing All a right. lot of sci-fi stuff, which is pretty cool. I'll tell you what. To his credit, he said when when he was asked about it, he's like Blade. He's like <laughs> he's like Wesley is Blade. There you go. You know, so he, he even knows. he even threw props at Wesley. Yeah. Um. I yeah, I can see that as Green Lantern. I mean, I'd like to. Look, I'd like Blade to come back to the screen, but you're right. Someone has to do it as well as as Wesley did it. Or, or don't do it at all. Or if don't you, do it all. Yeah, if you can't get someone that has that athleticism, forget it. And acting skills. And acting skills. Um, no, I thought he was, he did a good job. But um, all right, all right. So no, no one Blade yay on uh, John Stewart. Sure, why not? All right. I, so actually, he, that's a good be... John Stewart one. I, I like that one. That's a good one. So, so then he'd be started. He'd be part of the stars universe, the Pacific Rim universe, which I think might become a thing, uh-huh. and um, and then DC extended universe. So wow! Look at that. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's the end of the quick hits, and that's all the news we have this week. Um, but we did want to talk to you guys about um, a new segment that we're doing on Nerd Me. Oh my god! Right. That's a lot of stuff we do. Well, you know what I'm talking about. We do it for the fans. Yes. Okay. Tell them about our new segment. It is called... What is it called? Movie Pass... What is it called? Movie Pass Moments? Moment. Moment. It's literary. Yeah, where John and I will watch <laughs> movies like we normally do. But with Movie Pass, it gives you the opportunity to see a lot of movies because it's a one-time payment. And you can see one movie a day and it gives you the opportunity to not be so restrictive as to what choices you want to make because eh, you pay once and you're good for the whole month. So it, it has allowed us to watch uh, a different uh, variety of movies, uh, which is nice. Things that we probably wouldn't have done if we didn't have movie pass. And and that's kind of what the gist of this this particular uh, segment's going to be about. Or movies that we probably may, have, may not see or will like to see or maybe wouldn't spend money on. But we did it anyway, and we're glad we did, in some cases. Right, and we're going to bring you reviews. Our first uh, episode is up. It's on uh, Bruce Willis's remake of Death Wish. Boom. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, please, download, listen, and review. Like Rated. and review. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> five stars. Okay, I think we're done, All huh? Right. That's it for this week in, the twi- in Geek. Awesome. I forgot how we end this one. <laughs> so many dark shows. This is Alan signing off. Or oh, whatever. yeah, signing off. <laughs> Boy. <Bye. laughs>